My name is Pastor Mike Schooley, and uh, this is the, the next episode of From the Here to There uh, podcast, where we talk about discipleship and um, really a follow-up to some of the messages that we have here at Higher Hope, and how do we move from where we are to where God desires us to be. And so we've been walking through this series uh, called Deep Roots, and uh, our picture of discipleship is a tree, and we believe that uh, Jesus has come to give us life and life to the full. And that means, uh, if you picture a tree, it means to be a healthy, mature uh, growing, fruitful, um, tall, and can handle um, storms kind of kind of tree. And tree, trees absolutely amaze me. I, I love this time of year looking at the leaves changing and the, uh, um, just the, the number of trees walking through the woods and then seeing the height of them and, and just even them blowing in the wind. Um, it's just a beautiful uh, view. And, and that's that's really God has created us to be a beautiful um, picture of of maturity as well. And so God, Jesus came that we could have life and have it to the full, that we could live in maturity. And so we've been talking about as we grow into who we are in Christ. What does that mean um, for us? Like, what do we need to focus on? And we talked about this idea of having roots. Um, the most important part of a tree are the roots, um, where they go, how deep they go, what what do they get out of the soil. Um, how much water they're getting out of the soil. And, and the picture, even in Psalm 1, is uh, um, that God has designed us to be a tree planted by streams of water that will uh, bear its fruit in season. That when we when we, when we we root ourselves in, in the important things, when we root ourselves in the Word of God, that's what Psalm 1 talks about, we will, we will prosper, he says in that, that scripture. We will we will be fruitful. Um, we, we will, won't wither. We, we will stand strong in the storm. And so we want to deepen our roots into Jesus Christ. And we do that through his word, um, the Bible, um, and just wanting to spend time in it and to um, just enjoy it and delight in it. We want to do that in um, prayer. We want to seek God. We talked about that last week and, and just having this, this time where we, we trust him, that we, we anchor ourselves in the character of God in our prayers and that we can trust him and we can know that he is faithful, that he is good, that he is listening and that he will do what he desires to do and that we can surrender to his will. And this week uh, is one, as we root ourselves, it's a tough one for a lot of people because this, this, these roots, we have gone from one spectrum to the other where we have people who don't do it at all and um, spiritual people, people who, who have, a deep knowledge of scripture who say, yeah, that doesn't happen to people who misuse it um, in the midst of life. And, and what we're talking about is listening to God. So I've had people um, say that uh, God doesn't speak, like he speaks through his word, that's a solidness, but God um, doesn't really say things to us today. And I've had people say the other thing of, man, God speaks and I hear him every day and and he tells me um you know, what street to go down, and he tells me this and that and the other thing. And, uh, you know, I've, I've actually had, in college, I had someone who um, basically told this girl that God told him that he was going to marry her. Um, and I've had other people um, share things along the way about what God has said. Some um, I believe are true, some I have no idea, and some I'm like, eh, I doubt that. And so this has been used and abused and misunderstood for so long that we kind of, I think that's why people drift away from it. They're like, I don't know if I want 
God to speak to me like that. You know, you know, you go from people can read God's word and be like, yeah, that's good. We can pray. And they're like, that's that. But when you talk about God speaking to you, that's when you start, people are like looking at you with um, a strange look like God does God speaking to you. It's just a kind of a, a weird thing. So uh, what I want to do is kind of talk through how God mm-hmm. speaks. Um, Cause I, I believe as I look at scripture, God still speaks and he still speaks to us. Um, now let me just frame that a little bit. So the very first thing that God does is he speaks. He says, let there be light. And so his word is, so you have to understand that his word is powerful. It is, it creates, it is, it has authority. It does not end. It is eternal, that it does come to pass. And, and God uses his words consistently to do his will. So God spoke to Moses um, God spoke to Elijah. God spoke to um, the disciples at times. I mean, God showed up in dream, and and, and the Hebrews one says, it, and when He speaks, it shows up differently every time. It shows up differently. It could, um, Hebrews one three says He spoke in the past through dreams and and through the angels and, and a bunch of other ways. But in these last days, He's spoken to us in Jesus. And so, yeah, God has has shared His word in a lot of ways, but. But we have Jesus now that gives us a picture of who he is and what he wants to do. And so so I, you look at it, God speaks. I mean, God God consists. In fact, um, in the New Testament, in the Gospels, Jesus says, I have given you this gift of the Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of truth. And that spirit guides and it convicts. And it. And I would say it's that spirit. He speaks. He, he He's a gift to us to speak and guide and and give us direction in our life, and we can't ignore that voice. We can't ignore that um, that direction. So, a couple pieces to how God speaks. One, God speaks personally. Um, you know, in the Old Testament, He'd say Moses, Moses, or um, Samuel, Samuel. He He is a God who knows what's going on in our life. He knows what He wants to say to us. And he speaks to us. He doesn't, it's not just a general um, voice, even though he has that. He, he, I believe he wants to speak directly into who you are. And let me just give you a, an illustration of that. There are times when I'm in God's word, and although it's, it's a, he wrote his, the Bible, he wrote the, that, that love story for us, um, for, um, all people who follow him, and, and specifically to the people that, that those letters are written to. There are times I'm reading through, and there is something that just jumps off the page. There's something that almost like, like a light beam hits it, or and I'm not talking about a, a light beam as in a real light beam, but but it just it stands out to me. It, it's it's there's a phrase or a verse or a sentence that just is a gift from God to me, and I, and I believe that 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 that's God speaking. He he get, has given us the Holy Spirit to, as we're walking through his word, to, to know how he's speaking through it. He's given us his Holy Spirit. Even while we pray, when we don't know what to pray, that spirit helps us in our weakness to help us to pray. So that, that this, this gift of the Holy Spirit to, to, to really allow God to speak into our lives. And so we have to um, train our ears. You know, you ever um, kind of hear someone that, that, that's a quiet talker, and so you can barely 
um, hear them. You have to almost listen intently. Um, maybe something's on the radio down real low or there's multiple voices going on the radio and you want to hear one piece of it. Um, have you ever done this where you are listening to a um, band or a um, worship team and you just want to hear one piece of it? You really listen into the guitar solo or the keyboard. You, you try to pick out, out one voice. Well, I think that's what God wants us to do to, to seek his word, like to seek him speaking is to to really train our ear to hear the one voice. Um, I said this Sunday, and I'll say it again. There are so many voices calling out today. So many noises, so many different um, people talking and news and social media and books. There's more, there's more information now than there's ever been. There's more advice now than there's ever been. But but it's it's drought it's it's allowing those voices to drift away to really lean in to the voice of God and this is what I believe I, I believe this all my heart one word from God is more powerful and more important and more critical than anything else that you can hear um, Jesus is in is being tested and so he goes away into the desert and he fasts for forty days and and what do you generally when you're fasting. What you're doing is you're giving up food for something more that you want more than food, um, and generally it's it's God speaking in, into a certain area. And so Jesus is fasting, and he's really just wanting God, his Father, um, to speak to him. And so Satan comes along and says, "Hey, I know you're getting hungry. Why don't we why don't we turn these rocks into bread?" And this is what Jesus says. Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And so, now put that in context of he's hungry and there's there's this this voice calling, telling him to, to make the stone into bread. And, and he could do that, but he's like, you know, I want his word more than anything else. I want it because it's powerful and it's authoritative. And I, I want to submit to that, that, that voice, that word. So give me your word. Speak, Lord. You're, and this is what Samuel says. Your servant is listening. Like, I, I want to just do your will. I want to do what you've called me to do. I, I want to I hear from you. I don't want to hear a bunch of other speakers or um, different voices. I want your voice. I want you to speak into my life. And so we come into this, this, uh, this rootedness and saying, what I want is for God to speak to me. I want, I want to, I want to hear His voice. I, I want Him to say, I, I want my direction to come from Him. And so I'm going to listen to the Holy Spirit. I'm going to, I'm going to quiet all the other voices so that I can train my ear to hear Him. And this, this is what I believe too: is that God does speak, and sometimes we don't listen. Sometimes. We're so busy and we're going a certain direction that we we miss the voice of God. We 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 he he has a quiet whisper of a voice. Like he doesn't shout a lot of times. He he is not one to like write it with fireworks. He, generally he speaks with a whisper. He speaks very quietly into our life. And and we really have to train our ear and train our eyes to find out where God is speaking. 
So let me give you some ways, um, some some ways he speaks, and some ways. Um, I don't I don't know if I can really put a picture of how God consistently speaks, but generally I know, or I think I know when He is speaking. Like he can speak in different ways in different places. Um, he can he can prompt me as a, as a good word. He he can put something on my heart. Uh, he can give me an idea in a lot of different ways and a lot of different places. But the but at the center of it is I can trace it back to God. Like I I believe it's God. Like I I don't know if I've ever really had God vocally say anything to me. Like. I could say it. This is the exact phrase that God said. I don't. I don't even know. Like I haven't had like in the middle of the night fireworks, and I really, really haven't had uh, when I'm sleeping a dream. Now God could show up in all those ways, but what I have had is moments where I felt a prompting or a heaviness or a or a a a voice in my head or a thought or something that has come along and it it has shown up in different ways. There's been times I've been in worship and it's happened. There's been times um, on a lawnmower I've had an idea and in time it's been at a conference and I've been seeking him and someone would say something and it would speak directly to me. And it's come in a lot of different ways, but I, but there's something about what has been said that I say, Oh man, that's, that might be God. And so what we, we start with is like, having our eyes wide open to what God may want to say, you know, looking, looking for his voice and just looking as we're walking through life at, at moments of possibility of God speaking. The, the very first step is, is seeking him. The second step is starting to listen. And maybe whether you write it down or you, you record it on your phone, you start, you start looking for places that, and God can speak in a lot of different ways. One, he could speak in small ways. Um, daily promptings of like, hey, you need to go talk to this person. You need to, um, you need to walk across the room. You know, and we need to seek God for that. Like, God, do you want me to email this person? Do you do you want me to follow up with this person? God, who do you want me to to um, love on today? God, God and, and allow. Sometimes we don't even know exactly if it's God or not, but we step in that direction, believing it is. We ask those little questions of God day to day. God, give me your Holy Spirit. Guide me today. Um, speak into those little things that I need to do. Help, help me to know the words to say. But we also seek him for the big things. God, like life-altering, life-changing words from him that will change our direction. And, and even like creative ideas. We, we, we want God to speak in so many different ways. So we, we listen. And then what we do is when we, we think we hear from God and we like, all right, I don't know this for sure, but I think this is God. Then we look for confirmation. We, we look to see, is that consistent? Now, um, I will say this. In the little promptings, I'll tell you, just step. You know, if, if in the grocery store, you're hearing the Holy Spirit say, hey, go buy that, that person a um, coffee, go buy the coffee. And if it's not God, then someone is blessed with coffee. They're... they're but maybe it's God doing something special. And so you don't necessarily need confirmation for the, just, just step in those directions. What will happen too is what I, what I think will happen is as you step in those directions, you will start 
um, realizing where where God speaks and where He's not speaking. You'll, you'll be able to hear His voice as you as you even more as you step in that obedience to those things, and, and you'll be able to hear those promptings all the more clear. So then, what you do is for the other things is you confirm. God may be saying, "Hey, I, I need you to change jobs. I need you to. Um, I want you to go into ministry. I want you to start a new ministry. I want you to." Um, say yes to, to serving in this area. So how do you, like you you first hear God saying, yeah, this is maybe you. So how do you confirm it? Um, number one is you look at his word. If, it's, if, if you hear anything in contrast to what he says in his word, the Bible, that would be a lie and a, an, a, an absolute no. Like if it's in contrast to what, he says with his character and who he is and what he's doing in the Old and New Testament, like it's it's just not in line with 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 the Bible, then it's not going to be him. And so you can automatically cross that off. I've, you might think that's obvious, but I've heard a lot of people who say crazy things saying it's God when it, when it can't be. So it's got to be in, in the bounds of Scripture. And that, there's a lot of like freedom in the word of God. There's a lot of like things that he gives us opportunity to, to do and, and he can speak more specifically. And, but if it's outside those boundaries, it's an automatic no. The, the other thing I would do is, is seek confirmation. And so there's some ways you can do that. One is don't tell anybody what you're saying and see if, if those ideas or thoughts come up. Number two is maybe if you're married, this is a good this is a good tool that I have I I use is you have something that you're praying over, and you can do this with friends too. Something you're praying over that you have it's a big decision you have coming up, and you have you and your wife or you and a friend pray over it and listen over it. You don't talk about it for a while, maybe for a week or two, and then you try to you get to a point of this is what God's saying to me, and then you get back together with the other person and say what is God saying to you. What is God saying to me? And if they line up, that's confirmation that God is doing something, especially with your spouse. Now, if you have two different views, I don't know if this is what God's saying, and I think this is what God's saying. You go back to it again and say, all right, we need to seek God some more because obviously we're not in agreement. And so, and if you do it with three people, four people, the more agreement that you have, the more confirmation that you may have in it. You also look for God echoes. Where is God repeating himself? And I hear this often in in people that come to to church. They're like, do you know what's going on in my life? Because you seem to be speaking directly to me. Well, that's that's God speaking directly. He knows what's going on in your life. I usually don't know what's going on in your life. And he is using um, the Sunday morning to speak directly into your life. And so it's a a God echo. And then what happens is you hear it again in another place, maybe in your devotions, maybe on the radio maybe someplace. And so you hear these God echoes showing up and you're like, that's confirmation of what God said originally, or it may, it may tweak it a little bit. Maybe you, God started something and he's building on that word in your life. And so you kind of tweak what he's saying. So we, we start looking for God echoes. And then we step and we see where it goes. Um, I was thinking about, uh, foster care when we first Gina and I first got into it we felt like God was leading that way but we were waiting for the confirmation we were looking waiting for the big thing you know like God just saying it God saying now's the time to step 
And God never really said that. God, God, God gave us a, a prompting, you know, uh, and we had confirmation that we both felt like this was the direction to go. We just didn't know when. And so we started looking at it from a different picture of like, let's just take the next, like, we feel like God's leading this direction. Let's take one step. One, I don't have to go all the way down the road, but let's just take one step of obedience in this direction and see where it leads. And so we took one step and we're like, all right, that was confirmed. You know, there, there was no, the door didn't close. Um, there was, there was points where like we were in agreement on or that we, we needed to keep going. So we took another step and another step and another step. And so sometimes we, we tend to wait for the whole picture to come in play and God doesn't give us the whole picture. A lot of times God doesn't give us a whole picture. God gives us pieces and he asks us to step in obedience in those pieces. And so as you get little confirmations, don't feel like you have to wait for the whole confirmation step and see what God does. Cause here, here's another thing that he does is sometimes you step down a road. I was, I was, um, um, applying to a church uh, before I went to Chambersburg. And I really thought that was the church um, that God wanted us at. So I applied and, and we started stepping down that road. And then we had this other opportunity that we were like, all right, we'll interview. I don't think this is what's for us, but we'll interview there. And and so God pivoted us. He changes our direction from the one church to the other just because we were stepping down. We were stepping one step at a time. We felt like God confirmed was speaking about one place when all he was doing is getting us moving so that we can he could move us to the other place. And so we start looking for those little steps along the way. And there's a lot more I could probably add to this. I think maybe I'll just end with this, this little piece. We need to hunger for God's word, hunger for him to speak. But it doesn't mean that God will speak when we want him to speak. In fact, very seldom has God spoken on the very moment that I've asked him to speak. Generally, he waits and delays, and I keep crying out on God and asking God to show up and, and just to, to give some some um, wisdom to me, some direction for me. And and I, I don't want you to get frustrated when God is silent, because God is possibly silent for a reason. For most of us, we're, we're doers, you know, and so we we get our direction and we go and we do it. We get our direction, we go and do it. Well, God is relational. And yes, he has things for us to do, but he is not, he's primarily about our his relationship with us. He wants us to know him. And so sometimes he is silent for a season, wanting you to keep seeking him out. You know, he he loved his son. He loved Jesus. And they were connected. And for 40 days, Jesus fasts. Now, we don't know what day the Father spoke on. We don't know um, if he spoke the first day or the last day. And maybe he did speak the first day. But is it possible that the Father wanted 40 days with him and that what Jesus did next wasn't as important as those 40 days? Let me let me transition to us. God. God may want the time with us more than he wants you to do something right now. And maybe we just need, maybe what we need to hear is um, spending time in his word is just knowing that God's for you and God, God 
We just need to see the sit at his feet. We need to seek him more. We need to hunger for him and allow God to work in the midst of us seeking him and see where it lays, where it goes. But I, I want to just tell you, on the journey from here to there, if we're going to follow him, that I believe that God does speak to, to us by name in a lot of different ways. And that his sheep listen to his voice. And then we step in that direction. I just hope that we anchor into the, the will and the character of God by making listening a big part of our um, spiritual disciplines that we have. I hope this is helpful as we walk from here to there. I hope that you do listen. And I hope that God is powerful in what he says to you this week. 